this is I just want to watch Sarah drink this first because that would make me very happy. <laughs> oh, you guys yes. are gonna scrutinize. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I think I think you're in for I think you're gonna really like it, and I hope you'll really like it. Oh my god, I can smell. I'm gonna like it already. I know. It's just so. Let's just take a picture. Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raised the roof, now we're lowering the floor. The band is blistered, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, Welcome to the Whiskey Topic, the weekly podcast that tends to get off topic. My name is Mark Bylock. I'm the author of The Whiskey Cabinet, and my co-host is Jamie Johnson, who runs a private but approachable bourbon club here in Toronto, Canada. You can also find our podcast on the website whiskey.buzz. Never if you want another song. Welcome to episode 48. Uh, we are two away from episode 50. Two away. Jamie is really anticipating that 50th episode. Um, if you guys have any questions for us, uh, if you have any favorite moments, if you want to know anything behind the scenes, just just give us an email. There's a contact button or reach us on Twitter and uh, we'll, we'll do that for you for the 50th episode. Jamie's dreading this already. Yeah, no, I'm excited. <laughs> I love it. This means I have to log on to Twitter. Fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine. You'll be fine. You'll be Just fine. Tweet me. It's okay. So today's topic is going to be mezcals, maybe a little bit of tequila, but mostly mezcals. Uh, and we've brought back one of our favorite, one of our favorite favorite guests, Sarah Parniak. She always gets lots of good tweets. I know. You get great tweets. Oh, yeah. guys. Yes, I, <laughs> I thought you never went on Twitter, Jamie. <laughs> I just creep a lot. <laughs> That's cool. Creep me anytime. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah's a longtime bartender of all, well, not that long time. Ten years, man. Ten years. Ten years. A third Let's, of my life. So, yeah, we basically met Sarah on the bartending scene in Toronto, uh, but she's uh, primarily a uh, drinks writer for Now Magazine. Now Magazine. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah actually brought uh, Mescal with her. I and, did bring and some Mescal. I'm like, hey, I've got something. So, I brought out what I have, which. Thanks. And literally prefaced the whole thing with. I've only drank this when I'm drunk. Or, no, wait. It was, I've never had this sober before. It's so got a worm in it. It's it got a worm. It does have a worm in it. But it's got a special little lid so that the worm doesn't pop out. Oh, lucky. Oh, so like it doesn't like... How do you know a worm can't exit that Cause it's bottle? The, because the worm is significantly larger than the hole is. I mean, we could. We if could you drain probably, that bottle, you have to eat the worm. I'm sorry. It's yeah, if it's part oh of boy, the... Oh, yeah. boy. This so is when you're part the last of the deal. Person, never touching this bottle again. You got, we got to get this off somehow. Uh, but does the worm have a ghost, Jamie? Is there a ghost worm? What do you mean? The ghost of it's, gusano. That's what they're called in, in Mexico. Yeah. It's, so that would be <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of gusano. If, you, if you've missed the earlier episodes of this podcast, when we were going to Kentucky, oh, Jamie was petrified of ghosts in this old, because we were renting this old, old, really old house uh, for, for Bourbon Week in September. And there was, a, there was literally a cemetery just across the street and and so jamie was like ghosts are scary and i'm like well worms so so there are ghosts so let's start there tell tell us more about the uh about the worm ghost worm ghost yeah okay so i don't know that much about the ghost of the worm that's (laughs) a level of mysticism i just will probably never understand but um sometimes there is a worm or it's actually a larva in the bottom of a bottle of mezcal does that indicate a quality mezcal no Probably not, not necessarily, although I've had lots of different, uh, they call them mezcal con gusano in Mexico. It's it's something that they actually eat a lot of mm-hmm. in the state of Oaxaca, where the majority of mezcal comes from, um, just purely because, you know, insects have a lot of protein and they're plentiful. And 
Um, but usually how they do it is they grind up the, the larva, this little gusano that's floating around down there with salt and chili and lime. And you kind of have a, a slice of orange or a slice of other citrus, maybe lime, and you uh, dip that in and in the salt and you enjoy it alongside your mezcal. Not in the same way of like tequila on the hand and right. a bite of lime, but it's, <laughs> it's a snack that you kind of enjoy alongside mezcal. Um, and the larva itself actually comes from, it lives in the agave plant. You know what? That's what I should have done. I should have brought some of the salt for you guys to try because it's delicious. Oh. Really? Yep. Mm -hmm. huh. Um, but yeah, a lot of, I think mezcal and the worm thing, a lot of that comes from making it an exotic, uh, proposition for, for people passing through Mexico and like bring back as, you know, it's like a tourist gimmick. Right. But it's like, not completely like, I mean, sometimes right. they're. They do use it, right? right? Or you might see one with like a scorpion, which is way more touristy. Yeah. Super badass. Oh, that but great. it is badass. That's like, that's like the toe. Like Oh, the toe. The where toe. is it? It's in the Northwest Territory. Yeah, I think so. They, I was going to say the Yukon, but I don't know. If it I, might be the Yukon. Yeah. I'm sorry. I get them mixed oh up. That's a terrible God. Canadian thing for me to do. Please don't tweet me. I... <laughs> So, anyways, the in like uh, see, the, the, this is the kind of time where you like you wish that you would have researched something ahead of time because I'm right. gonna start talking about it. I'm gonna be completely wrong about the whole thing, but um, <laughs> the whole thing is Me, is like <laughs> with this drink, like there's an actual human toe in it, and you have to you have to touch the toe to your lips. Um, yeah, that sounds crazy. It's it's and like actually dehydrated, somebody, right? Yeah, like it's like, like somebody where do you get the toe from? It's like mummified. Toe. So it's, it's like um, somebody with frostbite lost their toe, and they would give it to the bar, and then this is a whole thing. So um, it was, I think it was last year or two years ago, somebody actually swallowed the toe, and so they had to get a new toe for this whiskey or whatever it is that's available up so oh yeah so, so, so jamie not a lot of listeners know but you did work at a funeral home for i worked at a funeral home and so, so i don't really like looking at this worm so you're telling me all this time you could have been like cutting off toes and like selling them to people as i can't part of a say i've thing. ever been to <laughs> oh, man the yukon or business territory. venture hey but it could have been like yukon style spirits <laughs> yeah. Why is there a toe in my drink? I, oh, this is this, this is, is it. How, this you, is how you ordered a Yukon. Yeah. yeah, this is how we Yukon do it here. craft spirits. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Just throw a toe in there. It makes it all better. Uh, it could be the most awful oh spirit you've ever God. had. But Can you imagine like the nail like scratching no. you? Oh, oh. No. It's disgusting. That's horrifying. But then a toe without a I nail guess. is also so ugly. So which one do you yeah. pick? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think that you just basically have to be blackout drunk to yes. get down with that toe. I just want to know why or how drunk you have to be to actually swallow it by accident oh man i think you know he must have done it as like a joke or a dare or something like i don't think you swallow a toe by accident like he swallowed the toe that's disgusting it's really traumatizing but uh, i would take a worm over a toe any day I think. so I'm, I'm, that I'm, makes I'm, two of I've us got yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've got so much uh so much desire now to drink most of that so that the next time we have a party i'll start passing out the tequila and then just like oh last oh, four now but, you have to eat the now larva you have to do it Ooh. i actually oh. funnily enough my dad had this bottle of mezcal with a worm floating in it in the cupboard forever and it was like just the one thing that he was never you know never touched like it was there ever since i could remember and then uh one day i like came home and i'm like oh dad that that mezcal's gone and he's like oh shit I feel like hell. I just, Jim and I, we were on the deck last night. We decided that, you know, we're just going to drink that mezcal finally. And 
we oh. got he's like the worm just sent us into like over the edge. Oh I was see, I was hallucinating. Oh my I don't even, I was like, dad, was it the worm that you ate? Or was it the fact that you drank the entire bottle right. of mezcal to get yeah. to the worm? What, you yeah. know, yeah, dad. I don't yeah. know yeah. which actually, came actually. first. Yeah. How's Jim feeling? Should we go pay him a visit? <laughs> Is Jim going to be okay? Dad? <laughs> Jim's underneath the couch yeah. right now. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask him. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Jim, how are you feeling down anyway. there? Yeah. My dad's it, a party monster. That's great. <laughs> I like that. But since Mark has been using them interchangeably for the last little while, what is the difference between tequila and mezcal? That is a great question. And I think it's a question that a lot of people get confused over. Um, so basically, um, mezcal is an umbrella term for any spirit distilled from agave in Mexico. Um, ish. And therefore, tequila is a type of mezcal. So it's like tequila has its own DO, just like mezcal actually now has its own DO. Um, But there are other agave spirits um, produced throughout the whole of Mexico with under different names as well. So that's the the main difference behind between the two rather. Um, Stylistically, they're different as well, uh, but that's not necessarily something that's like written in stone. Um, but mezcal is often produced much more traditionally. So it'll be, the agaves will be, uh, pit roasted in the ground with, uh, you know, stones and, um, like local firewood, uh, or local wood rather. And, uh, it gives it that like distinctly like smoky, smoky, powerful flavor. Whereas with tequila, they roast the agave in ovens mostly, um, or in stainless steel kind of, uh, cookers so tequila is like whiskey and sorry tequila is like bourbon and mezcal is like whiskey but it sounds like mezcal actually has a more traditional like it's less commercialized it's absolutely little, it's, so it's more traditional so it's not really the same as, as whiskey and bourbon would be because whiskey could just be anything i think that's a, a fair analogy though for yeah. for listeners that might be more whiskey oriented um it's it's a type of tequila is a type of mezcal okay um, hmm. technically, but now with the popularity, uh, newfound popularity of mezcal, there are certain, you know, the, the regulations are constantly being updated because they hmm. didn't really exist, uh, you know, not even like 10 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so mezcal, how is it made essentially like whiskey? Um, not really. So mezcal for me is, it has to be my favorite spirit or definitely one of them. Um, and a large part of that is because of the plant that it's made from. So agave, this one that I brought for you guys, this uh, La Siete Mysterios uh, Dobiege, which just means espadine. Um, so it's made from espadine. That, I think it's responsible for mostly like, it's like 90% of all mezcal produced is made from this particular variety of agave. Mm-hmm. That agave takes seven years minimum to reach maturity before they can even harvest it right. to make the spirit. So there's something quite special to me about it's, it's backwards, right? You know, anything else that, you know, for whiskey, for instance, for instance, barley, wheat, corn, that all grows in a season, right? We, we don't have to, the yield is consistent. Yeah. Generally, uh, we can depend on making whiskey that year. Yeah. That's not the case with spirits like mezcal and tequila. It's uh, tequila is a little different because it's, it's highly, um, commercialized. Mm-hmm. Uh, mezcal is not so much, uh, at least the good stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. So did you guys try it yet? No, I haven't. You want to try no. it? Oh, yes. 
I'm going to try this one. Thanks for bringing this, by the way. Oh, my yeah, God. My you. pleasure. I hope you like it. The label is awesome. Yeah. It has some... Pretty badass. So there's... Uh, it's, it means the seven mysteries. So there's... Well, there's actually eight in total, but um, <laughs> they all have different cool skeletal labels. Nice. Look super sick on a bar. Yeah, man. So would you use mezcal in any place that you use tequila, like cocktail-wise, or is there some, um, somewhere where it stands out a little bit more? Or? I would think, you know, it, they're definitely, they're quite different spirits, mm-hmm. and tequila is much softer, um, generally has a, a far more modest ABV, like this is what, like 45? 45, 45, yeah. Uh, mezcals often go up to 50, so more like, you Excellent. know, would be closer to, right. yeah, bonded strength, mm-hmm. um, which I think really... I, I love overproof spirits. They're like my You're in the right jam. company. Yep. Uh, because I love the way that the flavors and aromas are, are captured and carried with, yeah. you know, an, a higher alcohol content. Yeah. Um, I know that mezcal, yeah, because it's so, it can be so potent and powerful, mm-hmm. maybe the best way to approach it for the first time would be in a cocktail. Mm-hmm. But for instance, we were talking about margaritas before, like yeah. National Margarita Day. Yeah, man. Um, I love my margaritas with mezcal or even splitting mm-hmm. uh, half and half tequila and mezcal if you're not too into that smokiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you, what do you guys think? Like, is this as, as friend as, you know, whiskey friends and appreciators of Isla whiskey, do you see some parallels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, especially yeah. so. I got a bit of a cold, so I don't know. The nose, I'm not getting as much smoky <laughs> on it. But on on the palate, it's just like oh that. Gosh. It's like that. It reminds me much of uh, like the Forty Quarter Cast, where it's like burnt, smoky, charred, like sooty, lovely, kind of. sooty, sooty. Yeah, yeah. Like no, it's all the all the stuff I love about uh, smoked whiskey. Yeah, I don't get a lot. Well, I don't think your cold is steering you wrong necessarily yeah. because I don't get a whole lot of smoke off just the that nose. Little, okay, yeah. way more on the palate for sure. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, if you smell this, you're like, oh, that'll be that'll be a little smoky. And then when you taste it, you're like, poof! It's yeah. just like this beautiful, easy, light smokiness, though. But it's not. It doesn't lack depth. Mm-hmm. of smoke it's just it's not overwhelming or oily in its mm. smokiness mm-hmm. it's yeah. really sort of like it leaves like, room for yeah. other experiences i think like sure. that's another one of my favorite things about good mezcal is it's just insanely complex like yeah. there are, once you get past the the smokiness just like with an isla whiskey yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so much more there to discover and appreciate yeah. um like but, there's a gorgeous fruitiness in this as well for sure. as well Scotch drinkers will love this because it is uh, that finish is beautifully long, nice, yeah. um, just hangs around. There's not not any bitterness to it. It's just mm-hmm. kind of thing. The, the smoking is just hangs on your tongue. It, it does. Just, it just boom, it's there. Uh, but there's a lot of like you said, the brighter, lighter, brighter aromas that are just kind of still hanging around. It's like which a is little yeah. smoky cloud in your mouth. Yeah. Like it's mm. not. I don't find it to be that cloud of mystery. Yeah. It's mm. really nice. Mm-hmm. And then you get some, there's herbaceous notes in there, like uh, nice like yeah. minerality, a little or, like, earthiness. earthiness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good. Oh, and so delicious. we're getting that smokiness from? From the way that the agave is um, roasted. So in order to, uh, you know, really caramelize the sugars for, mm-hmm. from the agave that they harvest the plant and they chop off all the spikes. Have you guys seen an agave plant before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like super spiky. They chop off all the spikes and they're left with the heart of the plant, which is super starchy. Um, and they, they roast it in order to caramelize and get at the sugars. Um, like I said, they dig a pit in the ground 
and they line it with rocks. And of course they're just like, you know, river rocks from nearby, um, chop down some trees and cover it all up and they smoke it for, you know, sometimes up to, I think 72 hours, depending on the producer. Um, still to this day. Yeah. yeah. And that's the one thing about mezcal. Like I really hesitate to use the word artisanal because I think it's basically, you know, a shell. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's meaningless. It's just become like fodder for PR now. Um, but this is like in whole truth, the most artisanally produced spirit I've ever seen. It is kind of shocking that this is 45.4% that there is not a lot of burn to it there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of bite to it it's super easy kind of creamy too which i like it has like a pretty texture yeah um yeah it depends like i think that so the traditional i only discovered this recently and why uh generally mezcal is consumed almost in these like shallow uh, shallow clay dishes kind of or in um like a hollowed out dried gourd shell which is, it's more of a bowl form anyways, the traditional drinking vessel for mezcal. Um, and I always, you know, I always have Glencairns and that's what I use at home for tasting anything pretty much. Um, but apparently it's best to taste mezcal out of a wider surface area. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of that had to do with the fact that it is such high mm-hmm. ABV generally. Yeah. I am going to get a wider surface there you area. You don't have to. I think <laughs> it tastes If you said glassware, Mark's going to run. Yeah, he's like, oh, we need to do it in the right glassware. Um, but I also, I'm curious. So I'm looking at two different mezcals in front of us and mm-hmm. one of the two different colors. Yeah. One of them is a very light yellow. Um, yeah. And the other one, this is a very sunshiny looking one. And this That's one sunshine. that you brought is completely uh, clear. clear. Yeah. So what's going on there? So mezcal, the majority of it um, is unaged. So that would account for it being colorless. Yep. Um, I like to think of it as, like I actually just finished a pretty long story on mezcal. And during writing it, I was like, oh, it's like the aging process happens when the plant's alive. That's the maturation. That's how I like to think of it. Um, And if you're going to put all this time and care and patience into, um, you know, cultivating or, you know, at least letting a plant grow. Cause actually a lot of this, a lot of agave or at least a wild agave used in some mezcals, you can't cultivate at all. Anyway, if you're going to put all that time into the plant waiting for the plant, why would you cover it up with barrel flavors? Right, you. Yep. Yeah, it's really important that you taste the agave, which you do in this. It's almost like for any for anyone listening who hasn't tasted agave before or roasted agave, it kind of, I would say it's almost like a slightly herbal honey mm-hmm. uh, flavor, mm-hmm. um, or like a a light honeyed malt or something. Yep. Um, so yeah, generally they're not. You're not going to see as many like reposado or añejo mezcals as you would in tequila. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that, yeah, they just don't have the, the capital either to, right. to worry about aging it. Just like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it's alone, like this unaged, like uh, I haven't even moved on to the other one, which I don't know, would that be barreled or is that just the product of, I'm assuming that if, and I actually don't know too much about the aging laws about, you know, required for mezcal, but I do know about tequila, mm-hmm. um, Reposado is going to be like up to a year in a barrel. Okay. 
Um, so and it's usually not they're no, well, no, but there will be there. <laughs> there will be. Yeah, it can take on a little protein. bit of color. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, so update on glassware. You get more caramel notes, and you get really? more of the earthiness. Like, I smell it. It's a completely different drink. Not, not in a, it's actually the same drink, but it's very, uh, you get more of the sweeter caramel, a little more brightness to it. And then, uh, cool. you know, I think I like it in the Glencairn better, but it's a tighter drink in the Glencairn glass. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here it's a little more, yeah, because that's, that's what I keep staring at, that tequila. I'm like, hmm, oh, does the color come from the worm? <laughs> well, it is labeled Reposado, so yeah, I would. That just means it's been rested in a barrel, or that's what it should mean. I get more alcohol. Has off nothing the to do with the resting worm ghost in the bottom. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. This worm. And you said that this is going to turn into a moth if it was alive. Yeah, definitely <laughs> that would. Which it's not. That would blossom into a moth. Seems to be moving every time. A touch boozy. I can't. I can't. It, and it's like this weird, like I'm grossed out by it, but I'm still fascinated with it. I know, you keep looking at it. I know, just I'm like, kind oh. of, and it's gross. I just hate it. Okay, hate Mark, it. we have to get Jamie drunk enough <laughs> so that <laughs> she meets the worm face to face. Face to face. Ooh, guys, I'll have to be pretty drunk. <laughs> I can't, I can't stop looking at it. It is a little weird, morbid to have weird. him just floating around in it there. It is. Yeah. Um, so, did you guys taste the other one? I haven't tasted this one no, yet. No, I yeah. haven't tasted it yet. How did they compare to you? Hmm. Fascinating. The smell. Oh. This smell more like, like a tequila mm-hmm. than... Yeah. Well, maybe that's the... A little uh, bit burnier. Oh, burnier. Which is interesting because the ABV is lower on this one. This is mm-hmm. 36%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tastes a little simpler. It's a little like forward flavored, not as much in the middle. Um, there's that mm-hmm. smokiness to it that rides through and acidity comes through, but it's not, yeah. um, uh, you're not getting as much of those beautiful earthy notes that we got in the uh, in the clear one. Also, I, 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 I swear I smell worm. Oh, no, you totally do. Stop. I was just going to say, do you guys smell the earthy, like tangy? That's, a, that's the worm. <laughs> Jamie, if it makes you feel any better, I've eaten those guys before. And they're actually delicious. If like a whole one or like yeah, when I was one. in Oaxaca, um, <laughs> I was there for a gastronomical festival, which obviously involved a lot of eating and drinking mezcal. And this old like grandma was like here, just dishing stuff onto my plate, oh. and they were sautéed larvae. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I can't not eat this. She's looking at me. Um, and so waiting. I tried one and it was actually delicious, but it was super leathery. Ooh. So it was just, yeah, this is probably Texture a little wise? juicier because yeah, like, look at it, it's been be floating juicy. around in alcohol, but so it's like tough to chew. Oh yeah. Like <gasps> you're chewing on it for a while, like a long, a long enough time to be like, wow, this is what I'm eating right now. You're really committed to this. You're like, yeah, yeah, I have committed to this. I gotta, I gotta swallow this. Yeah. So I, I ate and swallowed an entire one and then I got rid of the rest yeah <laughs> yeah well you did it which is the important I did it yeah did did and that's very nice of you um yeah I'm not a like particularly squeamish person like when it comes to insects or anything like that I'm, I'm not afraid of them but this just looks too close to a maggot it does yeah it's very maggoty and that's why I cannot I I, I cannot um I grubs and and that sort of style of worm 
Just don't, not, you just don't make me as happy. Can yeah. you imagine they started putting worms in whiskey? Oh, God. I don't know what I would do. Everything would be decanted. I just have like a whole thing of like decanters with like scotch tape, like written, like this is each Taylor Barrel proof. Jamie, all I'm saying is if there's a party at my place and I'm pouring out tequila, tequila no. you'd be like, no, just say no. Just say no. I will because I'm going to end up with a worm on my mouth. <laughs> I don't like that very much. Yeah, but maybe you won't even remember, and I'm totally fine. <laughs> that is true. Although, if I'm gonna like, if I'm gonna have a worm near my mouth, like I may as well remember it, right? Like, because yeah. then I'll feel proud. Right? Because then you can brag about it. Yeah. Yeah. Forever, and it can only do it once. It's like the toe. You wouldn't do that more than once, probably. Nope. Isn't there like another like? There's the cod kiss. I've done that. Okay, that yes. I would totally what's, do. What's yeah. Well, you in you've done it, St. John's. Yeah. So you want to become an honorary Newfoundlander? You have to kiss the cod. Okay. Yeah. And it's like fish. a dry. Is it a dried frozen? Uh, cod it's or a like... frozen guy. He's not. He's like. But cod's a big fish, right? It's a big fish, and there's actually it's a like picture big of me lips. like big full lips, and like, like a little they, tongue. Yeah, and like they teeth, just bring... probably they have teeth. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I don't know because I just kissed it on the mouth and I wasn't looking at it. It was just it came over and <laughs> I was just like. How do you know like, you got the mouth? I mean. Mm, no. mm, I'll post a picture on Facebook. It's hilarious, but yeah. So you have to kiss the cod and you have to eat bologna because it's a very Newfoundland thing to do, and you have to say it like an oath, and then you're like an honorary Newfoundlander. Wow. Um, but I was thinking of like the fermented shark meat. From like oh Iceland. yeah, Hakarl I think it's called. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Probably not. Someone's gonna tweet us about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Someone's shark. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. So there's like this this um, again. I wish I could like have done my research ahead of time, but there's like this spirit in Iceland, and um, you are supposed to drink it with this fermented shark meat. But they bury underground for yeah. months, I think, right? And wow. it's not supposed to be delicious. No, I, I'm pretty sure it's like putrid. Yeah, it's putrid. Meat. Yeah. But, yeah. But you got to do it anyways. I just learned, uh, re- blah, blah, blah. I <laughs> recently learned, obviously Mascal is already getting hey. um, that they do the similar thing in Japan. So they have, except they're like smaller little fish and they wait for them to rot so you'll go into like these specific like little restaurants where they like it's just the smell of rotting fish mm. and then they throw them on the flames and kind of like do like the little mm. itzakaya thing with them and um, then they dunk it in a shot glass of sh- uh, shochu and you are supposed to okay. eat and sip Ooh. Okay. simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Okay. I, I, don't I know. think there are certain places where I draw a line and yeah. that's with rotting carcass yeah, anything of anything rotting really makes me feel like <laughs> rotting or moving those two yeah moving, too, moving is also yeah, it's yeah. Also, so if we've screwed any of this up just just let us know quietly on twitter yeah don't we'll, don't yell we'll at us we don't next, we don't know yeah yeah, yeah we'll do. or if you know of any other fun ones because <laughs> we'll retweet you yeah <laughs> especially if there's we're YouTube up for video. anything <laughs> no uh, the, the worst one was food wise was the um the lobster there's a place in toronto that does this in japan and apparently it's a thing where they they serve you the lobster tail but the lobster is still alive and it stares at you as you're eating the lobster what? tail and it's kind of still moving and and you're like sorry bro sorry yeah, bro I've heard of that. To, yeah really i have gross. not heard of this yeah javistro ja does it in well they kind of do they don't do it that way but they they basically you get the lobster and it's 
part of it's still alive and you're I eating don't the know tail. About that. Yeah, it's, I'm just I like, no, know I don't know. It's just unnecessary. Just, I don't want him let to the that animal seems die. Like, yeah, just yeah. let it go. Yeah. It seems like kind of like torture, like unnecessary. Like, just let's let him go. It's like, oh. yeah, we get it. It's fresh. Okay. We get it. We it's don't fresh. need to look it in the eye as we see that tail. I don't know. Well, this has been kind of hilarious. In that vein, I will say 100% that the happiest drunk. I've ever had consistently hmm. has been on mezcal. There you go. It honestly makes you want to like dance and laugh and there have all of the fun and never go to sleep. It's kind of like <laughs> an amphetamine, but it's not. <laughs> well, there, there's a different, there's a bit of a different drunk from, from mezcal's, right? Like tequila's as well, maybe, but like, it's, it's more of a perky, like it yeah, wakes totally. you up. It's like an uplifting. Like, I, I usually get it. I usually get a high out of drinking whiskey. Anyway, I'm usually perkier with whiskey versus like beer. Uh, but I think that's more of a heavy, but tequila is usually like, if I'm like, mm, I don't want to have an espresso. It's like tequila, mezcal, yeah, really? something in that frame and just like, boom, I'm up. I would I'm agree. Like, so yeah. then I guess it begs the question because I've, we've all heard this like, Ooh, like can't drink, like, you know, rye makes me want to punch people yes. or like, you know, the rye rage. Right. So is this an actual thing? Like as a, as a, as somebody who's worked behind the bar for a couple of years, like, would you be like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to see this guy with like four shots of rye in him. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I think it's tough to generalize those kinds of things. Cause it's, it's all, you know, dependent on your, your experience and maybe to some extent your physiology, it's all just, you know, dependent on that. But, um, I've heard lots of other people say mezcal and tequila as well. Give them, a Happy. bit of a energizing yeah. interesting drunk yeah huh. and i have you know I've seen people get angry on whiskey, no doubt, but whiskey oh, yeah. just makes me happy too. Oh, it makes me know. very happy. So I can't relate so, to that yeah, experience. Yeah, I, I do not relate. I think this is how it creates friendships. It's like, are you a happy drunk? Yes, you are. I'm your friend. <laughs> Great. Right. Let's We're drink friends. together. So I've had yeah. enough angry drunks in, in, in high school and university. I'm like, nah, nah I don't yeah, want to do that. No, 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 no. No, that's true. I, no I, I, there's got to be something to it. I mean, you know, there's also the placebo effect. Now, right now, water is mm. the, the new cure for everything. I think it's curing cancer and other things. So, okay. you know, so there's a whole placebo effect as well. So maybe yeah. it's just that. Maybe it's just like tequila. It's a fun thing to say. And well, mezcal is not as fun to say. <laughs> mezcal. It's fun. But I, I, I hear that like a lot. Like, you know, I can't drink this because I get like that or I can't drink. And then I was like, but isn't alcohol, is alcohol, is alcohol? Like, I think it really depends because for instance, I have, I have a girlfriend who's allergic to gin and I'm hmm. like, okay, what about gin? Is it? And she's like, I'm not sure, but I just know that over the years I've had very averse reactions to it. And maybe it's the juniper who knows, like right. I don't, yeah. she, she's not a big drinker as it is, but she absolutely cannot have gin. Um, and I think that a lot of that also has to do with whether or not you had a bad experience mm, on, yeah, you know, like I don't sure. drink right. tequila and the tequila is actually suffers from that a lot. You a have lot, a, a lot. really like awful, yeah. you know, time, <laughs> after yep. shooting a lot of crappy, poor quality tequila, yep. because that's what you can afford in college. That's right. And uh, then you just, you know, develop this like lifelong vendetta against it for no reason because you've yes. never actually tried the good shit or tried drinking it the way that you're supposed to drink it. Right. Instead of just pounding it back. Right. 64 um, shots later. Oh. Oh boy. I'm going to do a, Things are happening. Oh, a comparison between... Ooh. Wow, I had no plan here, but I realized I have more tequila. There you go. Thanks, Ken, we for bringing... Uh, pe thanks, people bringing me over tequila. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, this is also... This is Jason's. This is not yours. No, no, no. Thanks, <laughs> Jason. And Jason listens every week, too, so thanks, Jason. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason, uh, they own Sweet Escapes in the Distillery District. Mm. 
Yeah, if you like, they made me a cake for my birthday that was covered in sprinkles. It was so, so good. good. It's on Instagram. It's great. I know. It was an epic cake. Oh. Um, so if you're in Toronto and you want to eat something delicious and sweet, uh, go to the Sweet Escapes. And it's the distillery. distillery. Where are they still Because you'll whiskey? be there anyways because you're a tourist and everybody I know. goes that's, to the distillery. That's just what you so do. you just go. <laughs> Yeah. Huge part of our whiskey heritage, right there. That's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Is there is there a point in drinking this? Uh... Definitely, okay. because it's a reposado tequila, just like we've been drinking a reposado mezcal. Uh, might be an interesting comparison. It is a dusty. <laughs> it's a dusty without being a dusty. Well, okay. So, what's your you cannot drink tequila? Um, I don't think your... I really have something that I can't drink. I'd say that I. Like any Thank spirit, you. I will drink it. Yeah. Except maybe Vajou. I'm not a huge fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> because you don't like it or because you... Uh, I just don't. I've never had one that I liked. Also, yeah. grappa. Not a huge fan of grappa. Okay. I'm a bad Italian girl. I just... Um, <laughs> I don't like it. And I've tasted the good shit. It's just not for me. Uh, I, I second that. I've, I've People were like, grappa is great. It's great. I'm like, no. Yeah, I don't know. No. I, this is the great stuff. I'm like, mm, still mm, tastes not the, the same. Still like pomace. It's not yeah. anyway, um, but beer maybe yeah. beer is a uh, beer gets me. I love it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. drink it often. Yeah, um, but it gets me pretty trashed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like compare, like I could drink whiskey or mezcal all right. night, even if it's you know, clo- like encroaching on like 45 50 Right. Uh, but after like, a couple pints, I'm like pretty toasted. You're done. It's weird. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What do you have? What What can't you drink? Um. Jack Daniels. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it or you had a bad experience with it. Probably a little bit of A, a little bit of B. No, um, no, no. I'll, I'll drink Jack Daniels if I have to. Um, I um, I don't think I have one, but I agree. A beer, I find, gets me tipsy very quickly. Okay. Like, like it, it's, bubbles, man. It's bizarre. I mean, it really is. And I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I'm just like, I could drink so much whiskey and be like, I'm fine. And then I have like two beers, three. I'm and just like, mm. done. I mean, I'm not like falling over, but I'm just like yeah. buzzed. Um, yeah, I'd say otherwise, yeah. I think I'd drink everything else. I can't do a lot of sweet cocktails. I can't do any sweet cocktails. Yeah. So right. Anything over sugar. Really sugar is like a sugar. guaranteed hangover. Yeah. Not, yeah, you're asking for and it. And it also yeah. destroys your palate. Like you have one really sugary something and you can't you're taste for the night. anything. For sure. My, my favorite thing that's happened on, on Facebook in the last week was that article that came out that like drinking coffee after oh, a hangover. Yeah make like fixes your liver and literally you know five different friends that have no relation to each other all said i'm gonna live forever yeah <laughs> like and i was yeah. i was just thinking that i was like oh my god i've been getting it right all along yeah. don't worry about me mom Guys, we're i fine. drink so much coffee i'm gonna bring this with me next time i go to the doctor she won't even judge me yeah you just have to lie to her yeah i know and this is the thing that i've learned is like this Okay, guys, my physical this year, I'm going to be so good. She's not even going to write a note oh, about me Oh, are we going to get an update? Oh, this is great. So this is going to be like, so this is going to be a year of the podcast pretty yeah. soon. So now we're going to get your annual physical. Yeah. You're going to be like, guys, how I, did you lie to I her? lied to her this time. Yeah, yeah. I don't do very well lying, though. I don't do well lying at all. Just like mumble so she can't really hear yeah. you. Yeah. And she's super judgy. So, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be a little good. I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna be a little a particular. Surprise. It is. It's a little, but it's a little sweeter, and I don't know if I like that. Okay, I have to tell you that I, this is not what it appears to be. There's no way because it's not. It's clear. Yeah. yeah. So we poured. Okay, so we poured some tequila out of a bottle that says Reposado on it, which is a brown bottle, Don Julio. Right. And, Thanks, Yaya. No. Uh, but it's actually clear. 
It's actually clear. So I think what your friend must have done is put another tequila in this bottle. No, he gave it to me. Well, I don't know. Maybe he did. Was it open when he gave it to you? This isn't like a, this isn't crap talking. Like maybe he just had a. I I don't know. I I don't remember. Are you saying it's not supposed to be clear? Well, no, no, definitely not. Reposado has to be barrel aged, right? I can see you right through it. Really interesting. The the finish is super long. But it's a little it is a little sweeter. I feel like this might actually be it does, Don it does, Julio Blanco. It does taste like I mean there's there's some sweetness coming through here that's not mm. So that agave sweetness is right. you know okay. something that you do want a little bit of mm-hmm. most definitely in tequila and mezcal because again you want to be able to taste the plant that grew and grew and grew for up to a decade or more. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I mean, the bottle is dusty. How long have you had this, Mark? It's been a while. It's been a so we can't years. really even we can't even investigate this because you won't remember. I remember it was um, <laughs> either my birthday or New Year's or some <laughs> other event I had that was lots of drinking, which is every month. So I have no idea. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely like a good like it's a definitely a hundred percent blue agave tequila. Like it's it's not like a crappy tequila mm-hmm. that's in this bottle. Mm-hmm. But it's not a Reposado tequila either. Hmm? It's a mystery. It's a, mystery. Oh, it's no. a bottled mystery. What are we going to do? Fascinating. So we learned something new. I, I So I brought in uh, Lafroy Quarter Cast as well because that reminded me of the Mescal's kind of burnt mm-hmm. notes. Uh, you know, like there, 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 there's, there's like, you know, we go to Scotch, there's like kind of fancy smoked Scotch. But then the Quarter Cast, there's nothing fancy about it. It's it's just char. It's, so I'm going to pour that next. Awesome. I love me some Lafroig. Yeah, man. I think last time actually, I, I was like, I was gonna say, eighteen, and I was, I was like, oh. <laughs> that's right. I think that my was your favorite choice last time. Yeah. yeah. Such it's it remains I mean, one of my favorite sh- whiskeys. It's so delicious. Sh- 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 as well, just go for it, right? Like, just go for it. If it's there, sitting in front of you. <laughs> it's I'm like not gonna I, say no. It's like I can see the Almer Tilly over here, and I'm just like oh. staring at you. Yeah. Like Jamie, hey, hey, hi. hey, James. That's yeah, a nice start. Nice. I forgot about that. We had the 18, which is still around. Well, there you go. We're gonna do uh, the tasting we're doing later. It's gonna be Lefroig 18 versus Lefroig 18. Oh. oh my God! I know what. Because Mike DeCarlo's got the bottle from like five years ago versus the oh, modern Lefroig 18. Oh boy. Okay. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I might have to blow off my plans. And yeah, <laughs> you may want you to. Oh, you're doing a comparative tasting of my favorite whiskeys later? Yeah. Oops. Oh, okay. Oops. No, no idea. We did not create that for you to make sure that you stayed. <laughs> That's the only thing I can't, I can't do for you. Everything else that we've got here, but that one I can't. <laughs> this is, see? Oh, it's been a so while I since I've tasted like quarter cask, actually. I do love that smoke. It's so, like, it's that perfect illustration of um, that medicinal uh, hospital, yes, you know, yeah, iodine, iodine that yeah. you get iodine. from Isla. This is why when um, the bottle goes down to like, you know, one quarter full, I uh, just drink it all. Cause yeah. you, all you're going to get is that iodine and yeah. that bitterness starts coming through. You just want to, sure. you just want to drink that. And that's it. Like that's where people start to like go like this when it comes to like PD. Like yeah. scotches they're just like i just can't deal with that iodine sort of where it's like i love it but i've always okay so this is really you said medicinal mm-hmm. i actually always liked the taste of medicine mm-hmm. when i was a kid mm-hmm. 
And so, and I know that some people are like, oh, it's so medicinal. And I'm like, ooh, but I always like medicine. So whatever it is, give it to me because I'll probably like it. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's like something. If you, if I could drink cough syrup all day long. I really could. <laughs> I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I'm not like a cool But rapper. you might. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I honestly, like the flavors of medicine never bothered me. And I never sort of put the two together until now like i wonder if kids that love madison will eventually turn out to be us oh so so my mom told me the story of when i first had vodka <laughs> your so mom, your mom had to tell life? you so guess how old i was i don't know you were I, young i was two. Oh, that's no. the first time i got drunk too <laughs> oh my god cheers, oh, cheers. Yes. well we need to hear these stories <laughs> yeah so it, but it, it wasn't on vodka, so okay, do well, tell. Well, so so mine was mine was on vodka, but it was one of those things where my mom's like, oh, we're just like, they had guests over and I was still awake. And so they like went, took the guests to the door and I like walked around. Apparently I was just like drinking everybody, the rest of what everybody had in their glass. <laughs> oh. So I'm like, mom, did I like, because then she, they walked up the stairs and saw me and they're like, um, oh, you're shit. drinking vodka. You like this isn't happening ever again. I'm like, and apparently I'm like, well, did I like cough? Did I freak out? Like, no, you were like, you were great. You were just, you oh. went, you drank one, you went to the next person's mostly empty <laughs> glass of vodka and drank that. I'm like, was it were, just straight vodka? Apparently it was like, straight vodka. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. You were like, this you're is the machine. wrong glassware, mother. <laughs> Can I so get did you get ice? drunk? Did you like throw yeah. up? Did you like? No, it was. Just pass I think it was just a little. Like it was like literally like people had finished their glasses. It was that little bit that oh, was at the bottom. But That's still, funny. like a little guy. <laughs> wow. <and> spirits. <laughs> Woo. Holy shit. Two years old. Oh Two years God. old. Yeah. Explained so much. Yeah. Mine was on wine, and I did the exact same thing after like a dinner, and I yeah. just went around the table like clearing the tumblers of of wine off the table because. In an Italian household, you don't oh, fuck yeah. with stemware. It's all about <laughs> yep. it's all about little like tumblers um, of homemade wine. And yeah, oh, I just like so systematically good. attacked good. all of the leftovers yeah. and then had a dance party in my diapers, apparently. Yeah, my dad's good. like, oh God. But yeah, apparently I was okay. I didn't need, need to have my young stomach pumped or anything. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I have no interesting stories like that. I did not get drunk until <laughs> I was in my teens. That's kind of, you know, the <laughs> way that it should lemonade. be, though, Jamie. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, yeah. Which is, co- coincidentally, the thing that I cannot drink. I cannot drink anything. So I went to Italy, and I couldn't even do limoncello because of that lemon. Yeah. I can't do lemon-flavored anything. Nope. No? Nope. Oh man, the yeah, trauma like, is real. Huh? Well, Enduring. also I was like, I was, I'm like a, a bit of a nerd. So like my first drunk was like 12 years ago, Oh. 13 years ago. Like I was 18 because hmm. I actually didn't, legal. I actually didn't <laughs> drink until I was like, Hey mom. Um, so I was like older. Yeah. Well, the drinking age here is 19. So we're, we, yeah. we get ahead of the game a little bit. And it was like, it's almost like dry January. Like I waited to like the last amount of time before I could like actually legally consume. Like if I say I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. So yeah, I was, but it was Mike's hard lemonade. And yeah. Yeah. so anything lemon flavored now is it's real. It's not, yeah. 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 But I didn't have like a bad Jack Daniels experience or whiskey experience, which is 
I'm why, for that. why you probably love whiskey so much. Yeah. There you yeah. go. You, it, yeah. It's never been damaged for you. What yeah. about, Mark, have you ever had like a trauma, a whiskey trauma? Uh, Sherry Jack, and Jack Daniels, yeah. yeah. Sherry and Jack Daniels different together. Times. Okay, different times. Okay. Oh, thank God, horrifying. different times. Oh, shit. I, I don't even remember Sherry like... Who knows? I don't even know what I was oh, drinking. It man. said sherry on the bottle, as far as I'm concerned. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> like was the bottle plastic? It might have been like sherry tequila. <laughs> I have no idea, right? Who even knows? Um, yeah, it's probably a plastic bottle for sure. Um, and then uh, and then Jack Daniels. Definitely Jack, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels for a lot of people. Oh. But Guys, it used to be my drink. Jack yeah. Daniels is responsible yeah. for me being a whiskey lover. Hey, yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, it's funny. Like when you talk about Jack Daniels to people, and you say like, "Well, this is actually how it's made." Like it's it's people have this preconceived notion that because they've had it since they were eighteen, nineteen. If you're me, waiting <laughs> till the you know till you're the proper so you're age. Pretty legal. Um, yeah. You sort of have this thing where you're like, "Oh, it's Jack." Like it's you know it's flavored vodka but it's not it's actually like a, a proper whiskey that's made in the proper way and, and I did a tasting with a bunch of like finance guys and you know everyone sort of discounts Jack Daniels from when they're younger and once they learn that it's sort of made to the standards of bourbon and then mm. sort of separates itself at the end of the process um, it's sort of uh, people are like oh I didn't realize and then when you get into like the single barrel jack or, or anything like that, it's sort of like, oh, I didn't even realize there was a single. Well, you know, yeah, because yeah. you've already put it over here in the no go anymore category. We can't do this mm. sort of thing. We're not 19 anymore. Um, I like the Jack Daniels single barrel a yeah, lot. I find it's good. got a lot of yeah. like cool, like it's a very bourbon. It doesn't quite have that banana that. That's what is a turnoff for me yeah. now about like Jack Daniels. It's the burnt sugar banana. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I've never been like a huge banana fan yeah. either. So that's yeah. extra, like back to the me medicine, like banana, banana medicine, medicine was the it. worst. I would yes. have to eat it over the sink yeah. and I would still always like puke it up. And <laughs> I was like, God damn, take your penicillin. This has to be a generational thing. I've never had banana medicine. Oh, well, you know what? Thankfully. Thankfully, really? you haven't had it. It is awful. It's, 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 it's an it's abomination. Really it's yeah. so gross. I would go grape and cherry any day but before what, what a banana. Medicine yeah. were you grape is oh, good. you're talking like cough syrups and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, or antibiotics. Because yeah. often oh. antibiotics would come in banana form. Oh, For man. some reason. I did not have that a But it's no. like the, the grape or cherry flavored cough syrups. Oh, man. I could go to town on those. But like the <laughs> banana one, like you, it was always the worst. And I was like, ugh. You See, really know you're sick when you're having that banana yeah. stuff. See, my, my household sicker. did not believe in any of this stuff. My household, my mom was like, here's a tablespoon of sugar and yeah. Jagermeister. Hey. What? Done. Stomachache went away. There you go. There you Medicine. Jager, that's another one that I have trouble with. <laughs> Be I think it's probably where I'm like a little True. partially happy to Jager because I had it as a kid. I'm like, oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, here you go, son. Here's some Jagermeister. Here's some Jager. Yeah, it's all good. Fun. Was not my parents' way of doing things. <laughs> parents were normal. No, no. I, no, I, I like, I could know. get down with that. Like, yeah. I mean, like the whole idea of having herbal. like an herbal. herbal yeah. yeah, like I love Fernet. I know it's a very polarizing thing to drink. Um, but growing up with lots of bitter foods, like bitter greens, like um, all sorts of different, you know, Amari here and there. Mm -hmm. um, but Fernet is, once you get past the bitterness, or I like the bitterness, it really settles your stomach. I always have a bottle on hand for after a big meal or yeah. if I eat something funky, and it always works. I am. I have a feeling a lot of 
like people listening right now don't even know what Fernet is because it's not yeah. unless you're Fernet because... deep into cocktail culture yeah. and in very specific regions. So San Francisco, Toronto, it's kind of expanded York. New York. Yeah. Um, but it, it's so for, I'll, I'll give I'll give my Fernet story uh, very brief. So it is, as you described, a super bitter Thick. It's Menthol-y, a little. It's like Jagermeister on steroids, yeah, yeah. pretty much. But the mintiness of it comes yeah. through. And um, so this this drink came through Toronto. I don't even remember why. For like five or seven years ago, it came through. And so we were like, oh, Fernet, this is the drink to have right now. Oh, let's try it out. And uh, it's like 39% alcohol in Toronto. And the one we get here. Um, and we remember like having it, well, in like somewhere else they have it with like Fernet and Coke is a thing. Yeah. In Argentina. In Argentina. That's like their drink. That's their national drink. Yeah. Um, so that's what we did. And so a lot of people that, a lot of my friends were like, this is terrible. I'm like, I kind of like this. I, I'm bitter. It's everything I like. Um, and then friends were like terrible. So then we mixed it with Coke and it's even more minty and it's even sweeter Mm. and it's, it's even, it's worse. Like everything's, it's amplified. So I I learned that in Argentina, they have a different kind of Fernet. It's not the same Fernet we get here. So it's like a They have their own distillery, their own Fernet distillery. I have never tasted, I would love to do a comparative tasting of Italian and Argentinian Fernet. Yeah. Um, but I have not yet had the chance to do that. So anyone listening who has... Uh, <laughs> if you want to send the three of us... <laughs> any cute Argentines out there that want to donate some Fernet to our cause. Um, but yeah, and apparently this is interesting. So uh, I was talking to a friend of mine on the weekend um, who loves Fernet. That's like his drink. And he actually uh, lived in Argentina for a little bit. And he's like, it's so strange. They do not drink Fernet. The, the notion of Fernet neat or on the rocks is not within their comprehension they're like no but yeah so in argentina they only drink their fernet with coke they do not drink it neat or on the rocks it's just not proof it's made differently yeah so but it's also it brings up an interesting question about drinking cultures right so why why do they drink it with coke in argentina and and if you ordered a fernet and coke in italy i'm not sure but i'm going out on a limb to say that they probably be like what the what I guarantee you, it, it, it tastes like sweet mint. Like it, there's nothing good about Fernet and Coke well, with the Fernet we have here. If you again, put a, knows, a ton right? of lemon in it, yeah, there is. Sure, yeah, okay. it's delicious. Yeah, it just needs a little bit of a like an acidity, like, and even if you put some, you drop the lemon in, so you get like the the pith and the oil. That's oh. really good. See. There you go. See, and I don't like Jaeger. And the first time I had Fernet was with you, Sarah. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Um, I was out with you and like a couple bartenders after like a tasting and everybody just had Fernet and I was like, "Mm, I don't like Jaeger. And you were like, it's not quite that. (laughs) But, and the thing is, is like, I, I, uh, I liked it, even though it's more intense, even though it's like everything sort of like ramped up a little bit, it's, uh, easier to take for some reason and maybe again mm-hmm. it could also just be i have this thing like jagger ew in yeah. my head so i would not but i really like the fernet yeah I think the end of the night was the last thing i had to drink well it's nice mm-hmm. it's like stumbled on, on, home, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like completely different than what you're used to and fernet definitely does that it just it's it's just different i think too the more that you drink um, the more you you go seeking extreme flavors and yeah. extreme experiences because you're like, yeah, okay, I've, I've conquered this. I understand it. Mm-hmm. It's great. 
but like why do most spirits geeks move away from vodka for instance mm-hmm. yeah like i'm not bashing vodka i'm part polish and it's like that's just not right for me to bash it but oh my you know God, i used polish to drink and i do bash vodka all the time <laughs> <Hates> it. <laughs> it's okay like i mean i, I was just being politically <laughs> correct but um i don't drink it really anymore yeah. it's yeah. not like a, a chosen beverage for me by any means although it used to be and mm-hmm. that's Same you know yeah, kind yeah. Of, me too yeah but that's where most of most of us started right and it's where most drinkers start with something that's mild and uh just easy approachable you can you know add anything to it and it just takes on the flavors of whatever you've added that's right that's fine but then once you're done with that you're like okay what next right okay what next yeah okay now i love like crazy medicinal iodine bomb scotch and now what's next what's kind of like gonna give me that same we're kind of like i'm I'm sounding like a fiend right now, but like, but you know, no, no, that, that's 100%. But, yeah. that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of feels like it sometimes. You're like, oh, wait, this is, oh, someone was like, oh, is that overproof? And I was like, well, it's only 109, so. <laughs> Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like, wait, yes, no, it is. But and but I was like, well, I mean, it's. I guess it's it's a bit strong. Like I don't know. (laughs) Yes, Jamie, it is overproof. 109 proof. Yes, it is. Calm down. (laughs) Well, I gotta say, I I think we've had a lot of delicious drinks. Um, I I, so when I have like four or five different drinks, I like to like kind of see where my palate's going. Right. So we start with something like more acidic and smoky and went something a little sweeter. Then we kind of went something to like even sweeter. Then we went to like the the Lafroig, which was more smoky, more iodine. So what, what would satisfy your palate right now? Like because I, I have something particular in mind, but oh, well, um, I'm curious to hear where you. No, no, I think um, so. I'm I'm mm. thinking. Well, I'm thinking of a high proof scotch or a high proof bourbon right now. Mm. I think a high proof bourbon, if it's high enough, won't be sweet. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. you know, maybe maybe a little bit of Taylor barrel strength is what I'm thinking. Kind right. of where I'm I'm at. Yeah. Right now. I mean, I would never say no to t- like Taylor barrel strength. Are you kidding me? I have a personal objection, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell us more. Um, yeah. That was a lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you when you're like, what would satisfy your? I thought like immediately something chocolatey, like something with like a dark chocolate um, edge Ooh. to it, but not necessarily sweet. Which I feel like that might. Yeah, the barrel. And not so much dark chocolate, but it won't be that sweet because you'll be like, ah, it's 60-something cool. percent. Ah, burn your face off. <laughs> I love that Taylor barrel strength. And it's really nice that you have some. I'm I'm down to like... I don't think... Guys, I don't think I've ever tried it before. What? I think you're taking oh, my virginity right now. I, and I also love that Mark has such a amazing collection of Glencairn glasses that he just keeps going <laughs> into the cabinet to get more. It's like a never-ending... It, Never ends. Actually, you will be. It's amazing. I have eighty at home. What? I know. No, I have like eight. But I, I don't really drink spirits at home that often. It's, it's mostly weird. for like tastings. Yeah, so that like of course. For, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes the most so sense. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll I'll bring I'll bring as many as you want. Because all the ones that are out on my counter are all branded like this. They're all like mm-hmm. from Whiskey Live. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Live, and, and then the ones that I have tucked away. <gasps> Oh, yes. Bunahaven. Awesome. Bunahaven. Right How do you say this, though? Bunahaven. Chabanak? Chaban? No, oh. I know I have no idea. No idea. Chabanak. Oh, we have, to get, we have to get Brian here. Wow. Guys, Bunahaven is one of my faves. 
chocolate. You said dark chocolate. I'm thinking dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Salty dark chocolate. Yep. Okay, so this Taylor Barrel Proof has was one of the first, like, crazy, amazing, uh, I would sell my soul for this um, bottle. Yeah. Met somebody off the internet to purchase a bottle <laughs> from them. And so this, for me, is top five. Did you meet in a dark alleyway? Uh, parking lot actually was the <laughs> um, the original agreed upon meeting place, and then um, he I was at a restaurant um, and he, we were sort of messaging back and forth, and he was like, "Oh, you're there? I'll just come bring it to you in the restaurant." So he like oh, walked nice. in. Yeah, so I didn't have to meet him at his car in the parking lot downtown <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. Um, he's a lovely man though, and uh, has has remained friends with me on um, Twitter through. All of this fun stuff. And um, yeah, he's just, you know, he's got quite the collection and he just sort of buys a lot of stuff and he just sells it at like face value. Like That's he amazing. Well, yeah. they, all of the good bourbon now, especially they keep down in Louisville. They're like, oh yeah, screw you guys. Yeah, no, we're no, not. This is yeah, like this the whiskey bars it. there yeah. are just. Oh, I know. Insanely amazing. Yes. Even like the little, I think Louisville actually excels in dives. Excels at dives rather, and like just ones that are just chock full of incredible whiskey. All right, this is. I just want to watch Sarah drink this first because that would make me very happy. <laughs> oh, you guys yes. are gonna scrutinize. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I think I think you're in for. I think you're gonna really like it, and I hope you'll really like it. Oh my God, I can smell. I'm gonna like it already. I know. It's just so. Okay, let's just take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's fucking delicious. Oh my God. I right? know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's special. It's very special. I have the E.H. Taylor Rye at home, and that's mm. like one of my. It's it's oh, really good. My special bottles yeah. that I like only allow myself to drink every so often. Oh yeah. Yeah. But wow. This one is. Oh. This was. Uh, where did I have this that I loved it? Oh my god, I can't even remember the first time I had this. Bar wow. San Francisco. Hard water. No, I had it before that. Oh boy. Goes way back. So yeah, it does go way back for me. And I remember sitting at the bar at Hard Water, and this is the fun thing about you know like going to a whiskey bar, where like the entire back wall mm. is like stories. It's like so in Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> uh, yes, but, yeah. obviously. So um, there's a moment uh, where Belle like climbs a ladder mm -hmm. in this like library, and it's like the ladder you know in libraries where the the ladder's on wheels and it mm -hmm. goes back and forth. So, like, imagine that, but whiskey. Yeah. So it's literally the, you're just like, you want to scream and cry when you walk in there because you're like, it's, and it's all American whiskey. And so you sit down with this, like, Bible, and, and then I was, like, sitting there and flipping through, and, like, the bartender comes over, and he was like, like, can, what can I get for you? And just, like, sort of whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm just looking to see if you have my, my most favorite one. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, it's the Taylor Barrel Proof. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what you want. All right. Yeah. All for, of a sudden, you had his attention. Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he was pouring out, like, old Fitzgerald, not charging us for it. <gasps> I know. Amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that that is every night. Like, don't go to Hard Water in San Francisco and say you love <laughs> Taylor Barrel Proof and expect them to start pouring for free. <laughs> I think it was a mistake to be honest, <laughs> but we went with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and he was pouring, he poured us some of the um, sweet mash, Taylor, mm. um, or is it sweet mash or sour mash? 
They have a sa- they have the special sour mash. The special sour yeah, mash. Yeah, okay. which is actually a sour mash. We will um we'll go, yeah, it's different yeah. than because most whiskeys are made out of sour mash, but the way right. Buffalo Trace does it is different, and it's yeah. So uh, and that one in the old Fitzgerald, and so it was. Uh, I would highly recommend that place. I would go there again and again, and they have great fried chicken. Oh, which what whiskey else? and fried chicken wow. is basically yeah a match made in heaven. So like, this one is amazing. Just very special. I could just smell it. Like I just keep smelling it. Oh my god! Yeah. So incredible. And this is a nice thing. It's uncut, unfiltered. It's purely like not. It's the whiskey out of a barrel, um, which I think is great. Yeah. For many reasons. Oh, I had some Woodford out of the barrel, and I was when I went to Woodford. And I was, oh. Like, oh, was yeah. it banana? Hmm? Was it banana? Was it banana? It was more, I got, it was more chocolatey. It was more like cherry chocolatey. Mm, um, interesting. And that was Cherry like, chocolate. That was more of my, that's my recollection. This is right. 10 a.m. with a right. hangover. Yeah. Um, but like super excited that I get to drink it out of a barrel. Um, it's so but yeah, it was delicious. It was so good. Mm. It was like, what, what is the proof on this, Mark? This one is 63.6, a very reasonable 63.6%. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so this is overproof, not like 109. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Jamie, if we could ha- if we could tape that look, like, oh. I'm sure there's like an emoji somewhere that is like that look. That was a sideward glance. Well, I mean, look. like, it was the most ridiculous thing, me saying, no, it's not overproof, it's only 109. Like, come on, Jamie. Yeah, if it's... Yeah. More than Bob and Bob. Yeah, I got it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I love this one. I just want to keep it with me all yeah, night. Yeah, that's just it. Sip slowly. Yeah, it's definitely super special. And don't forget, we've got a lot more whiskey today. Mm. <laughs> You're right, actually. Uh, we're going to be doing a whiskey tasting uh, this evening, which we'll talk about in a podcast in a couple episodes from now. Don't screw it up this time, Mark. Oh, not again. <laughs> Every time. I know. <laughs> It's part of the adventure. Will I mess it up? Well, won't I? It's, it's all part of the adventure. No, I'm, I'm very excited about this one. We're going to be doing, uh, so this, again, it will be in a couple episodes from now, but uh, we're going to do, um, with the exception of one round, everything's going to be so similar. It's going to be oh, very gosh. similar drinks, um, in which case it's great because either they taste the same or they don't. Right. And that's good. That's good. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't know. My palate might be shot by now. Oh, it, your palate's done. <laughs> I'm, mine, mine's done. Except for like, because, okay. you know, we're going to start at 40% and we're already at 64. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard to go backwards from here, but. But we'll there's pizza, so there's a break. There's a break and there's pizza. And if you hear little footsteps, it's it's the dogs. The dogs are excited they're because there's people today. here. Yeah, I know, they're very active. Keeping watch. Yeah, man. Well, Sarah, thank you Sarah, so much. Sarah, thank you. It's always such a pleasure to have you on. It was fun. Fun yeah. chats. Great whiskey. Fun chats indeed. Hey, it's the best you can hope for, right? Good it chance, is, good whiskey. Is. Yeah, this so had a little bit of delicious mezcal as well. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, wh- how can people find you on Twitter? Um, you can find me at s underscore parns. It's p a r n s. Um, and check out my weekly column in Now Magazine. I write about all sorts of drinks all the time. Yes, yeah, she does. It is, and it's Toronto focused, but really available for like anybody would would find it. Yeah, that. you can find it online, or it's free yeah. throughout the GTA. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sounds Thanks again, good, guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.